Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your dirty girl, yes. And we are finally back. I know we've been teasing y'all for months, but between Yaz and I, we life happened. Life it fucking happened. It definitely happened. Okay, a bitch had to move. I finally got a place. I got a new roommate who turned me into a cat lady. Oh my God, no. Yes, I fell in love with her cat and her cat loves me so much that... First of all, I'm not even fully moved. I'm still waiting for my bed and like partially like from the house, your your storage. Yes, from my house in LA because it's like currently being used as the guest bed. So I'm like, fuck, I need my bed and stuff. So I still look like a college student with no bedroom furniture whatsoever. Motherfuckers be hitting me up like, oh, Saf, can I come check out the new place? I'm like, nah, it's not ready. It's not ready to be entertained. Suit and tie is coming over this weekend. I don't know where. But girl, I don't know where we're going to fuck. What you do with your futon? The futon is in L.A. Funny story about that. So on Christmas, because I had to move in around Christmas, that was fucked up. I had to wait almost damn near a month and a half to move into my new apartment after being kicked out of my old. Not by choice. It was because they are renovating or doing some kind of bullshit. But anyways, I take the futon back to L.A., my dad's like, what the hell were you doing on here? Too much fucking? I'm like, whoa, what dad. What you mean? What you mean? So the, the futon is kind of busted. Like, it's broken in the middle. Like, it's completely separated. And this is with tools and everything. But you said in the middle, though? Right in the middle. So you already know that was... I understand why he said that, bitch. Yes. It's a, it's a lot of fucking that went on in that bed. So then on top of that... Then on top of that, yeah, like really my dad is like really been questioning all the humping I'm doing. Okay. I had a lady date in December, like right before Christmas. And she's a dope chick. Like she has dreads or locks and not dreadlocks, she has locks. And she's like a businesswoman. She's sexy as hell. She's married. She's married. But her husband is dope as fuck that lets her explore her bisexuality or her queerness. And anyways, our first date, we went to go see a special screening of Beale Street with a Q&A with the cast and director. Then she takes us downtown to stay at one of the nice hotels. And we fucked all night and we like really just bonded. So she kind of set the bar like on first dates. She really did. Okay. Like, dare okay. I say, not even suit and tie has even, like, done an overnight stay with me. I mean, besides, like, when we have orgies and stuff. Like, but not as, like, a first date or, like, a date night. Like, oh, I, I'm renting us a hotel so we can just fuck all night or whatever. Ah. But at the same time, suit and tie is still number one. Everybody knows that. Like, everybody knows that. And no, he's not my boyfriend. Do I have love for this man? That's the biggest question that everybody's been asking because I've also been saying... I found love in 2019. I love two people. I'm not in love. So I hope everybody understands that. Like, I just have a love for two people that is very strong. And it's very rare. I say I love you to people and really mean it. One person knows. The other person doesn't know. 
one's a male, one's a female. And that's all I'm going to lead it with <laughs> for now, for now, until other the other person knows and it's addressed. I'm not going to say anything else. OK, but um, back to this chick. Right. Uh huh. So had a partial threesome with her husband and her. Um, might be working together, which is awesome. But she's so, what like, is a partial threesome? So, a partial threesome is this. So, we. It's funny how it happened. So, I came out the week of uh, New Year's, and so I really kicked off my New Year's weekend the right way. So she was like, "Oh, on your way, you know, down to LA to go see your people, you know, come stop by my." you know my place in Santa Monica so I did and so we watched Bird Box we watched the new Black Mirror both fucking sucked but we had a good time with it um we solo had sex while her roommates overheard the lesbian sex I mean there's no hiding a Hitachi going on in the moments of like two women going oh yeah Mm. Yeah, it was like straight we up We just porn. talked about how loud the Hitachi is. Yeah. Like, it's super... Mm. It's super loud. It's super <laughs> loud. There's no fake in that shit. And I've even used that shit not as a sex toy, and I've looked suspect. Like, I know. I get it. So, luckily, her roommates were like dope fuck to the point where... It was more like, oh, okay, roommates getting it in. She had to give her yeah. husband the heads up because we were, you know, fucking in their married bed, which is amazing. Okay. So then later that night, uh, had sushi, had sugarfish at the house, which is dope as fuck. But again, this couple is so dope. Let me stay tonight. And it led me to believe that I was going to be sleeping in like one of the downstairs rooms. The wife, the girl that I'm like attracted to, she was like, oh, no, come with me. Come upstairs. Like, we're going to figure this out. Knocks on the bedroom door, asks if the both of us can come into the bed with the hubby. It's like, yeah, there's plenty of room. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to sleep. And this girl's wearing like this dress that's not really a dress but it's like a slip so it's like partially coming off and she already took her clothes off because she's like I sleep naked anyways get underneath the covers I kiss her goodnight and then she's like you both have too much clothes on and I'm like you both have too much clothes on I like her aggressiveness you know some women like have you you've been with you've always been the top basically yes and with her she's a switch though I feel like and, and what's even doper is that we can hang out and just be friends and not even like be like, you know, affectionate or anything. She's not into PDA. I'm not really into PDA. Um, we're just like two dope chicks who are friends who are sexually attracted to each other. So then both, you know, everybody's clothes are coming off and... I, uh, she's like oh you should suck my husband's dick and I was like oh shit okay so while that happened she's eating me out which was even better so then we're like oh shit we need to get condoms they couldn't find any condoms and my condoms that I realized I forgot that they were in the car but you don't want to leave the middle of like good vibrations, you know, just to go downstairs, put on clothes because you're naked to go get condoms. So I was like, how about this? You two fuck. She eats me out. Let me just tell you in the moonlight because they have an open like window. There's no blinds or anything. So like, yeah, if people if we had the lights on, they could have seen a full blown porn happening. 
but in the moonlight it was so sexy seeing like him fucking her while she's like eating me out and I'm like yeah. holding her dreads or her locks and I'm just looking like a fucking porn star I could tell that I was looking like a porn star like eat this pussy yes you fuck your wife like it was amazing but if you were a porn star what would your stage name be you already know it's gonna be sapphire off top is just sapphire it's just gonna be sapphire off top and 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 your specialty is you squirt yup squirt sit on faces You, you, you would be the new jada fire girl and i love eating pussy come on now i'll eat that pussy like real poor okay i'm sick and tired of seeing porn stars that you know that don't like eating pussy on camera mm. nothing oh oh talk <laughs> about like ultimate pussy like that's when my pussy gets cold i'm like oh no can you please like i've really been getting turned on by pussy eating videos and fans listeners I already get sex videos and sex stories. I never leak these. I always delete them. Sapphiresearplay at gmail.com. Just saying. If you got some videos and some footage, like some good ass footage, Yaz and I used to talk about it when Snapchat, when our Snapchats were popping. But some of y'all used well, to send us a lot of when freak you were shit. At Vivid, I remember you got a lot of like couples that would send you shit. I want I still get some couple shit, but you know what? I miss that shit. So please, Sapphire's earplay at Gmail. I, I need some material. Cause if you guys don't know, if you're new and you're listening, first of all, Yaz is a retired porn star. I, Sapphire, am not a porn star, though I just have a lot of fucking sex. I had a run in radio through the adult industry. So once again, I'm not going to fucking AVN. I'm really fucking Neither bummed. am I. <sighs> yes, we gonna do we it. We just gotta plan a year to go, maybe next year, 2020. I wanna do like a whole live broadcast. Like I wanna bring- Get your media. Yes. And I okay. know they still send me shit. So I know I can still get in. It's not like people right. don't know. I mean, hella people were asking like, oh, are you coming through? I was like, no, nah, I'm not coming, unfortunately. I would mm. like to come in so many different ways. <laughs> I have like Ooh. a whole bucket list. I have a whole bucket list of like AVN. Like I want to actually have a big ass orgy with all my girls. I don't even have to fuck y'all. It's more of like, I just want to be in that moment with everybody. Everybody yeah. that I'm like close with. And I know that's not going to like leak shit. And they'll be like, oh shit, Saf's really about that. Yeah. I just want to have like an all out orgy. With everybody. Okay. Just yeah. all out orgy with everybody. Bring suit and tie. Cause you know, he would love the fuck out of that shit. Yeah, just mm, <laughs> have a good ass time. Um, so back to the threesome story. I didn't realize the husband came because he silently came all over her back, which was even hotter. We continued to have a little fun. And then we went to sleep. It was nice. Uh. Woke up the next morning curled up like friends and took some pictures and people are like what the fuck Who, whose dog is that and what you mean <laughs> like that's not your bonnet and you had to ask a friend's husband yes that's my life I fuck with certain couples uh huh New Year's girl I went to a swingers party to ring in the new year you stay with the swinger party jig like <laughs> the fuck you know it's it's just this one community I really feel safe and comfortable what's even uh-huh. better is that it caters to people of color it's by okay. a, a black female who's married to a white guy and you know they just have a, a mixed crowd like there's Indian there's black there's Hispanics there's Puerto Rican like 
everything black people white people it doesn't matter it just it makes me feel comfortable in my own sexuality and i don't feel judged and even when people are like okay well sapphire you're with a white guy and you say he's your dom like is it like racially fueled no it's not in fact he's never indicated anything like my beautiful black queen black pussy he referred to his dick as a white cock though fuck no Okay. Mm-mm. I just say I love your cock. Because you know in porn, it's like there's certain keywords you have to say say when you're doing interracial. Yes. So that was one of them. My white cock, this black pussy. You know. Yes. You like this white boy shit. <sighs> Actually, I hate that I white fuck boy you shit. Better than your black boyfriend. Oh my god. Uh, Didn't you recently, <laughs> speaking of, like, as we're talking about this, speaking of this whole episode today, we're catching you guys up because, again, it's been a while. But we're going to talk about, you know, black women empowerment. I feel like we got to start taking accountability on both sides when it comes to sexual assault. Um, when it just has conversations, we need to start taking accountability for what we're all about. Right. And... Between Yaz and I, I feel like we get, in our experience, we do get a lot of discrimination from our black fans. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's a mis- it has to deal with miseducation, just sheer ignorance. Like, just because we openly do fuck white people does not mean that we're against our black men. Or women. Not at all. It has nothing to do with that. In fact, the girl and her husband I was just talking about, she's black and he's white and Asian. And they are, to me, like the most woke people, intelligent. We can have just in like intellectual conversations. And she too, explaining the fact that I have white dom, she was even saying, you know, as a female, as a black female, I wouldn't be able to do that. And she had a lot of questions asking me, you know, does race play ever come into the bedroom? And I'm like, absolutely not. Because that's just well, not our relationship. The last white guy that was my dom, we did race play. And it made me feel like, like you said, sexual regret mm-hmm. later on. Because it's like, you know, in porn, I've done a lot of things in the moment. Because it's like when you're in a euphoric, like, vibe. I would say is that is yeah, that a yeah. right way to say it? You're you're feeling just so sexual. Your energy is going, and I've stuck two dicks in my mouth at the same time. But mm-hmm. out out of that space, it's like if I wasn't doing porn, I would think that was that was gay. But it's really not. It's not. And I know so. And I've done the same. I've had two dicks in my mouth before. I've you've seen me fuck two guys in the same room. One from behind while I'm sucking somebody off. Yeah. There's nothing gay about that. It's all about comfortability. And And so that's what it was when I was with my white dom. Like, Mm -hmm. we were in the moment. But at the same time, it was like, I feel kind of awkward. Like, you didn't believe what you were saying. Yeah, you know, and it's like, he has kids by black women. Mm. You know, at the same time, like, he likes women of color. But Mm. I guess that part of him he wanted to race play and we I think we did it like twice okay but other than that I I went home and like what did I just do you know I've had moments (laughs) like that too I've definitely had moments where I'm like why did I let myself like 
why did I have sex with this person? Because it was mm-hmm. it was going to be good material. Yes. Was it going to be just something to talk about? Because you're like, wow, I've never been in this situation. So let me see how this is going to play out. Yes. Right. <laughs> like I'm guilty of all those. So I understand. I feel you. But then I also have to question because I feel like also here's the problem. We have a lot of white guys out there that do respect black women. But then behind closed doors, it's like what gets them off the most is to degrade that black woman you call a queen. And I don't understand that. And that's the same even with black men, too, because, you know, you like to call like I'm fucking your bitch. You know, this bitch give me head. Da, 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 da. Like you might not even have to say, you know, I've heard black guys on film say this nigga, you know, nigga, this nigga, that. Take this nigga pussy. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, mm-hmm. it makes me really question. Do you love my race? Or do you secretly hate my race? And you're doing this because society is telling you it's taboo. It's like, it's like it's in his blood. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And you really have, I have to question that often. I have to question that often. Mm-hmm. And then even when people, you know, come to us, like whenever I put up the the ask me questions on Instagram, for instance, there's not a day or even just in general, if I have a photo with suit and tie on my snaps or because they listen to the podcast and they're like, I never hear you have sex with a black man. Are you racist against your own kind? Well, let's just say this. I have enough sex with black men for her, okay? Yes, she does. And she, and she has enough sex with white men for me. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We <laughs> balance know? each other out. <laughs> that part. But like, my thing is, the black guys that come interaction and interact with me, they aren't on the level that I need them to be. In mm-hmm. fact, the last, last, last fool, and you remember this fool because we almost, um, not you and I, but Bestie and I almost had a threesome with him and he fucked up. He had to fuck up because he wasn't being truthful, saying he wasn't fucking around with his baby mama, but he was. This isn't the producer guy, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, That also okay. lied about producing something that... And you, call, somebody. You, and, and you went and asked questions. Right. It was not legit. And it was not <laughs> legit. So I'm just like, okay. And that's one thing I tell people, and especially black men, and especially because I was living in LA, I'm sorry. And I'm going to say it again. If you are black in the entertainment industry, porn, music, movies, I know you. If I don't know you personally, I know people that know your ass. So don't try to take credit for something that you never did. Can we remind them what you did when that guy trolled you? Which and how quick you found where he lived? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let let me not talk about the white guy in college that was so butthurt that I rejected him and my other girls rejected him because we knew what type of motherfucker he was. So he decided to go out of his way on Tinder to troll me, call me all these things, then to go and continue the conversation on my personal Facebook. So then I was like, okay, cool. Publicly, right? Publicly, publicly. I said, okay, cool. You want to play that game? I know cops. I don't just know cops in L.A. I know cops out here in San Diego. And motherfucker, we know where you live. 
You live at home with your parents. Your dumbass left a paper trail. So what did we do? We rolled up on your ass. You could have been rolled up on some gang members in Long Beach. But I wasn't going to do that because I'm not that spiteful person. But what I will do, I'll public humiliate you. I'll find out where you fucking live. And I'll have some people come down there and give you a public ass beating. (laughs) That's what the fuck I'll do. I got 10 uncles on one motherfucking side and all of them is black. What you going to do about that? I got a crazy white uncle who has many guns and is so powerful. Let's just put it this way. If a gun goes off, there won't be any trace going back to me. (laughs) But I'm just I'm disclaiming that. Hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, all I just want you people (laughs) to know is that you don't fuck with me because I will pull up receipts. (laughs) (laughs) So I digress. So this is why also black men don't fuck with me, because, again, if you claim to be a producer, if you claim to be an entrepreneur or entrepreneur, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out how legit this business oh my is. God. <laughs> so, again, yes. we digress. But, you know, Sapphire had to get her rants on. Yes, got me fired up on that one. <laughs> Okay, look at me instigating. <laughs> <laughs> but no, again, we need to start taking accountability in the black community. And I'm glad, I'm glad and yet I'm mad because of this R. Kelly shit. And we really are not going to... Re- oh, shit. And the thing is, Yaz and I both said off air, we're not going to reflect on the fact of this whole R. Kelly. We're going to do this instead. The black community in general, needs to take accountability. The fact of the matter is in the black community, we do not talk about sex at all. We do not talk about gender identity at all. And when we do, it's on the hush-hush. And then people people wonder why certain things happen. Now, am I making excuses? Am I saying that this is the case of certain celebrities out there that don't know the form of consent? No, I'm not speaking for them. I'm saying in general, we are raised ignorant when it comes to sex. And that's in all cultures. But today we're Mm -hmm. focusing on black culture because this is something that is not talked about. Well, I want to say something about the R. Kelly thing and and black culture. First of all, we've all all knew about this shit about him. Yes. So why is it now that it's a thing, it's popular now, to slander somebody's name? But y'all should have canceled him a long time ago. 10, 15, damn near 20 years ago. But now that it's a social media thing and you want attention, now we're just mute R. Kelly. Artists are taking their, their, their songs off their catalog with him. It's like, but you did the song knowing that he did this shit. So what what are you really trying to prove here? Yes. I feel like there's a lot of contradictory with a lot of celebrities. And like celebrities com- do shit just for the attention, the likes. The conversation is also it's money. It's cloudy. PRs like, hey, can you um do something about the mute R. Kelly thing? You know, I'll, I'll, we're going to get you a check. <laughs> and it's like, dog, you could go do a show and make that same money. You can. Maybe more. Maybe more. And I mean, you know what I mean? It's been proven all these acts that were associated with this man. We don't need to go down the list because we pretty damn near sure can list it all. I tried to look for this song with him and Lady Gaga. It was not there no more. Oh, I hate that song. 
I hated the fact. I just like the I just like the beat. The beat was good, and I'll give it that. But the problem is, and I have a problem with this too. Lady Gaga said I was in a bad space. I was in a a fucked up state of mind, basically. Gaga, I get it, honey. You don't okay. have to come out and say. I'm gonna spill some tea here. <laughs> I'm gonna spill some tea here. Spill it, sis. So Lady Gaga is connected to Akon. Uh huh. Akon and R. Kelly are friends. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly and Akon have special days on Sundays where it's just them two, and that's all I'm gonna say. No staff or nothing at the house. That's all I'm gonna say. Huh. Moving along. And we all know, and for those who don't know about Akon, that's somebody that also flies under our radar. We seem mm-hmm. to forget that he's been seen in his co- in his concerts that are explicit. People are like, no, that can't be Akon. Akon, no, white people, because it's mostly them. Akon does make a lot of racy lyrics. It is known in the black culture, dance hall, to bring a girl on and what we call juke diving. Mm-hmm. And that's where you literally stimulate sexual acts to the point where a girl might get humped to death off the fucking stage. We know this. We've seen the videos. What we don't seem to recognize is the fact that Akon has brought up numerous questionable underage women on stage and do these sexual mm-hmm. acts. R. Kelly has done the same. Pretty Ricky has done the same. Bobby Brown done the same. Drake done the same. Drake. I can go down the list. So my problem is, why haven't we ever addressed other artists throughout the years? If we knew it was questionable, why didn't we ever speak the fuck out? Why did it take a movement called hashtag me too which by the way people don't realize was founded by a black woman people fail to realize that but the only way she got attention is by the white media and that's my problem when a black woman calls sexual assault or comes out with a story the first thing that people say is what did you do to put yourself in that position that is always the question and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Again, Sapphire's earplay at gmail.com, at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. At Fit and Dirty on Instagram. You can please, like, please, if you're listening to this, I would love to have a conversation. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just saying, from what I see, And how heavily rooted I am in the music industry when a black woman calls rape or another female of color, Latina, Asian, we always have to question and give the side eye. When a white woman. And back to the R. Kelly thing. Yes. Every woman he assaulted, put in a position of feeling like their prisoner were all women of color. Filipina and and black. If they were white, the situation would be. This would have been done 10, 20 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. But because they're a woman of color, you know, they don't really care. And there, there it goes again. When black, when women of color are, are not accounted for for anything. And neither are black men. And then I'm pulling up statistics right now. So the number of women 
who have been raped in their lifetime. 17.9% are Caucasian. 11.9% are Latina. 18.8% are African-American. 34% are American Indian or Alaskan Native. 6.8% are either Asian or Pacific Islander. 24.4% are mixed race. Damn, we're going to get raped, girl. (laughs) Not to be saying it like that. No, but I mean, unfortunately, then you had to bring this into play fetishism we see it and we've talked about it a lot with our tinder experiences and our online experiences yeah Yeah, as you've been fetishized for being a porn star and being of mixed race i've Mm -hmm. been fetishized in my personal life for being a black woman of mixed cultures though i might not look it until you actually physically talk to me you won't realize how mixed i am and i'm a mutt and i'm proud of it but at the but same time, much. thank you. And so are you <laughs> with your little blazing you. self. Um, <laughs> but my problem is, is that why is it that any person that is not of color has to always indicate my blackness? It shouldn't be that way. I don't go up to every white dude or white girl and be like, oh, my God, like your skin is so milky. If I said that, I would look milky. so dumb. I would look so dumb. I would look so dumb. But yet when a white guy says, oh, you got that chocolatey skin. Oh, I love a black girl. Yeah, like, oh, I love dark skinned women like you. Oh, you got thick ass, like thick titties. I love a thick black woman. It's just like, okay, do you like me? Or do you like the fact that I'm black and I'm probably against the norm of what your parents want me, want you to do or want you to have in life? Man. Do you like the person or do you like the fucking skin color? That's what I want to fucking know. And that's why also bringing it back to R. Kelly, why is it that, again, women of color accuse R. Kelly and we shun these women? We're not uplifting these women. We're shunning them. Now, granted, I have to blame the parents in a lot of these instances Oh yeah, I gotta blame. They sold their child. I feel like they sold their child. They, they were, knew what was up. Yes, and that's they the did thing shit too. In desperation, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it because again, I don't want to call out my race for ignorance. Like I'm older than their daughters right now, so I've been new about R. Kelly. I was fucking in high school to R. Kelly music, knowing what the fuck we was all doing. were. We were all playing I, R. Kelly. I seen the sex tapes, like. But I still played his music right. at the end of the day. So there's no, oh, we didn't know he got down like that. We all what? knew. We all knew. And now it's like I told people on social media, I have not listened to AJ Nothing But A Number for over 10 years, maybe 20, because I've really realized we are now in 2019. That album came out almost 20 something years ago. And literally, I have not been able to listen to that record in years that whole vinyl i haven't I wanted, really I can't. been able to listen to r kelly shit because you know oh, I that haven't it's like listened. super in yeah. my face now I, I it's like damn like i really was fucking with it but i listen to more trey songs now mm-hmm. i feel like trey songs is my r kelly without the pedophile shit but right. you know i i listen to more of trey songs now than i did r kelly because i mean this shit is it's, it's real it's fucking real. I was 14, 15, 16, 17 years old having sex. About the same age of these victims. And I was 
fucking boys that were three, four years older than me. And I feel like every woman out there, even man out there, has a story. I, I fucked an underage person. I was 20 and this kid was 17. Mind and you. he didn't tell you? He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me. And this boy we used to see on college campuses all the time. Oh, just kicking it. He was just blending it in. Just kicking it, blending it in. It happens. It happens. Consensual sex does happen, unfortunately. But what I do have to say, though, I feel like in America, because the age of consent does range. And even when yeah. you go outside of the U.S., it ranges. And that's the problem, too. We need to start teaching the age of consent. And I feel like there should just be one age of consent for all of the world. I feel like at age of 18, age of consent should be age of 18 all yeah. around. Personally, that's how I feel. Yes, I know that mm-hmm. people have underage sex all the time. I get it. But at the same time, I feel like it would it would kind of limit something now. But I don't know. Just like with this Me Too movement, I have to say, unfortunately, we're we're blowing the steam off of it. And for all the wrong reasons, everything now is a hashtag Me Too. Everything. And we need to start teaching not just kids and teens, but adults as well, what sexual regret is and what sexual assault is. Yeah. We really do. And if you're listening right now and you're like, what the fuck are they saying sexual regret? Sexual regret is this. And I'll give you an example. You're at a party. You got a little tipsy. You're not drunk to the point where you can't understand what's going on. You link up with somebody. You take them home. You have sex. You never once said no. You said yes. You put a condom on it. At no point you're you're feeling ways like maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But the next morning you wake up. You feel sick to your stomach. You start questioning. Well, did I say, you know, did did we, you know, did he rape me? Because he knew that I was tipsy. Unfortunately, and I'm going to tell you a story. It happened to me. I think I even said this on a podcast before. It happened to me. I had regret sex with somebody. I text the person to come over. I was inebriated. He knew I was inebriated. Even asked me, was I okay when he came in the room to put a condom on it? I said, yes. The only time he stopped was when I told him to stop because I wasn't feeling right. Because I was unfortunately drugged. But at the same time, I consented to having sex with him. I looked him in his eye. I said yes. Mind you, he could have read my text that clearly I was inebriated. Mind you, he could have said, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So am I blaming it all on him? No, I blame myself. Unfortunately, my roommate who was there at the time, she was outside with his roommate kicking it. They heard me yell and scream. He left. She's like, did he rape you? And I said, no. Then why were you screaming? I said, because I don't feel well and I was drugged. And she's like, are you sure? Are you sure he didn't assault you? I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, other roommate, um, other people in the dormitory heard what happened. Next day, I'm getting visited by my RAs and the police. I'm getting grilled by the police and the RAs. I'm in the back of a police car and getting sent 
to the campus police office where they sit me down and they said, okay, so everybody's saying that you've been raped or sexually assaulted. Would you like a rape kit? I said, I don't think I was raped. I said I was mm-hmm. inebriated. Yes, I went to a party. Yes, I drank something and I didn't feel well. I said I have the text yeah. messages that say that I let him come over. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he was one of our star basketball athletes, so I could have ruined this guy's career. Let alone right. my if college really career. Just wanted to be shady. And so after further conversation, talking with the campus counselor, talking to the police officers, they said, ma'am, this is not a, a sexual assault and we thank you for coming in. But we need you to now do a seminar on campus and talk about regret sex versus sexual assault. And I have to tell people this all the time. And at any point you feel uncomfortable until you say no, stop get off of me and they get off that's not rape what is rape is when you are saying stop get off of me they start forcing your hands you're obviously pushing them back you're fighting Mm -hmm. them back and they are putting all of their all of their, their might they might have another person in the room they might have locked the door that is sexual assault that is rape yeah. So we need to make that clear. And not just as black women, but all women, all men. And men too get sexually assaulted by women. Women, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get horny. You're at the party. You're maybe smoking a little weed. You could be anywhere. He might say, babe, I'm, I'm not really into it right now. Oh no, you're going to have this. You start putting on the lap dance moves. He's pushing you off. He's indicating to you, I'm not interested. But no, you think it's a fun and games. So you continue to get on his lap. You pull out his dick. He's trying to push it back. You pull it out again. You're force feeding your di- his dick in his mouth. Or you're, fu- you're shoving it into your pussy. Mm-hmm. If he's not feeling it, don't do it. If she's not feeling it, don't do it. If... Either one of the parties say, no, get off me. This doesn't feel right. They're pushing you off. And it's obviously not a playful manner. It's obviously not role play. Get Mm -hmm. off. Respect it. If you see somebody who is clearly passed the fuck out at a party, male or female, don't jump on them. I have a story about that. Tell us this. I think, did I tell you about the oxtail guy? You the might guy have to re- that made me oxtails and shit. You might so, have to refresh. Um, one of our friends um, had a birthday. This was like two years ago. Damn, two years ago already. Um, I met one of his friends at his birthday party or whatnot. And, you know, we exchanged our Instagrams or whatever. So he says, you know, well, not he says, but Mark the homie was like, hey, he's a chef, this, that, third, he got his own business, you know, link up with him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, you know, because I like to ask, you know, what's up with your boy, what you got going on? So me and the dude, we, we exchanged numbers, we started talking, and um, he's like, what do you want to eat? Because I can cook you some. So I was like, okay, bet, I want oxtails. Now, I know how long the process of oxtails is. So it's like for him to make it within the next day, it's like, nah, Mm -hmm. like the recipe says you have to soak your oxtails for 24 hours and then, you know, cook them and all that shit. Anyway, 
so I get there. He made the oxtails and stuff, and it was really good. It's just his oxtails didn't have enough meat on them. Mm. So I was like, whatever. Still, you know, the flavors are good. So we decided to link up with Mark and our homegirl, you know, who our mm-hmm. homegirl is, to go bowling. Mind you, it's way in Hollywood. We went to Lucky Strike in Hollywood. And this dude lives like in the west side. Okay. Probably more Culver City. Okay. That area. So we all rode in my car. So we're drinking, we're having fun or whatever. I'm not really, really flirting with the dude because, I mean, he's cool, but I wasn't fully attracted to him. Okay. Understandable. So we're going towards the end of the night. We're all going back to our homegirl house. Mind you, dude doesn't live near North Hollywood. So I'm sitting here like already in my mind. I'm already buzzed, but I still think clearly regardless of my intoxication level. Okay. So in my mind, I'm sitting here like, why he want to come way over there? You know, it's kind of late. So I'm like, whatever. So we get to homegirl house. I'm kind of in and out because I'm like buzzed. Our homegirl tells us, tells me to go lay down in her room. I'm laying down in the room and I feel like he came in the room too. Oh Lord. So I'm just laying there like sleep, but not sleep. And I can feel him rubbing my thighs <gasps> and rubbing them to where, you know, you could feel like he's trying to touch my pussy. Oh no, 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 no. And I'm sitting here like I wasn't feeling it. So I come to and decide to go lay on the couch. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I think I lied and was like, oh, it's hot in here. So I get up because her air conditioning unit was in the living room anyway. Mm-hmm. So I go back on the couch and lay down. And then he lays next to me. Oh, Jesus. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm not trying to cupcake with this fool. And he so needs to really like, respond. I mean, respect that. Yeah. So I basically said, OK, I'm going to fall asleep because I'm in the room. Two of my friends. So I purposely fell asleep out there. And so like probably 20 minutes later, I woke up, he was gone. I was like, thank God. And then I told Mark, I was like, dude, like, why did he come? Right. Like, he could have totally went home. Like, you took an Uber all the way from North Hollywood to all the way back to the West Side. You could have took an Uber from the bowling alley. It would have been cheaper. (laughs) But no, obviously, he thought he was going to get some. And did some shit like that and let's let's also make this clear that people think porn stars be with the shit every oh time oh my god I'm not with the shit no and being your <laughs> friend and being your friend and seeing this shit in person all the time uh-huh. it's like guys it doesn't matter if she fucks on camera <laughs> Just because a person does that, it is their occupation. Does not right. mean that what you see in porn, like, oh, next, uh, knock, knock, who's there? Dick is out the door. Okay, dick, come in and come in my pussy. That's not how it happens. Like, oh, I bought her drinks all night. She's going to give me some pussy. Oh, she's drunk enough to give me some pussy. Why would you want some drunk pussy anyway? Well, some people get off by that. And I'm not encouraging that me? either. And I think that's a problem. It's a mental like, thing. Like, why couldn't you want me when I'm sober? Like, exactly. you're trying to make a play for me while I'm intoxicated. Like, I don't respect you, dog. That's why when <laughs> I tell, like, people, if you're ever going to have a first date, don't drink on the first date. 
don't drink on the first date at all. If you don't really plan on fucking them. Especially. Like, if you plan on fucking them, you know, then okay. But, but if you're not then, planning on fucking... But even then, fucking or not fucking, I don't suggest it at all because the fact that you never know what the other person is going to think. You're going to think they might think that is an open invitation. Like Yaz said, if a girl gets drunk or a guy gets drunk, oh, well, shit, we already know what the end of the night is going to be. And if Well, how about guys don't pay attention to chemistry? There was no chemistry that I liked and liked them like that. Right. And you got up to move yourself from the situation and he followed. That's a problem, too. If somebody leaves a situation, don't go after them. If they wanted to be followed, they would invite you. They would tell you. They would say something. But if a woman is in a situation where they're like, look, this is not right. It doesn't feel right. Please leave me alone. We're done talking here. Don't jump on the third degree and start acting like a violent motherfucker with no common sense. Like, I really wanted him to really try to grab my pussy so I could have went off. Like, I was waiting. Like, mm. I was on that. I wish a nigga would. I wish he would. Like, right. keep touching me. I'm ready to go off. Because right. I already don't like you like that. I'm ready to go the fuck off. But he, he didn't do it. Good. Okay. okay. At least he didn't. But at the same time, Ooh. again, there's guys out there that do this all the time. All the time. Oh, oh, oh I've seen. I've been on an orgy party mm-hmm. where one of the homegirls, she was drunk and she had to take a nap at the on the homie's bed. The other homie, I'm going to call him Black Jesus. Mm-hmm. We walk, you know, we go to go, me and the homie go to check up on her. We see Black Jesus over there trying to lick her toes, bitch. <gasps> no. While she's asleep. Like, he's really kneeled by the edge of the bed, trying to put her toes in his mouth. And we like, dog, what are you doing? Did they not have somebody, like, monitoring everything that was going on at this It was thing? at the homie house. Oh, okay. So there really there wasn't, wasn't... It wasn't one of them orgy parties, like, organized. It was more so we all kicking in and right. it's just going down. But okay. she was obviously out of her, out of her, you know, sleep. <laughs> you want to lick her toes. You know... That is still rape. You know, it happened that... A similar thing happened um, when I was at my first play party. There was a sketchy guy at the party who, mm-hmm. I mean, it's normal to go to one of these parties and automatically when you open up the door, there's somebody naked. That's normal. Yeah. But yeah. what usually happens at this type of swingers party is that there are signs that clearly say it, you no men beyond this point unless escorted by a woman. Okay. Okay. And so, and that is of course for the women's safety and unless someone brings a man with them to play with no men are allowed to go by themselves okay and they make it very strict and very clear but at the same time there's always someone who's the sober one to monitor you know if somebody gets out of line so as i'm playing with my play pals there's six of us what's there six yes six of us one that sketchy dude came in the room by himself and proceeded to try to finger fuck my friend mm. and she's like wait hold on don't fucking touch me these yeah. people and she's pointing to the people that we're playing with yeah. these people have blanket consent blanket yeah. consent means that everybody who is on the bed or playing with each other that means that it's a free for all they can do what they want with the person's limitations in in mind as well yeah so anyways the guy 
quickly jumps up and he's like, oh, I thought we were all. She's like, I don't know you. So then we had to go get one of the guys, you know, one and of the monitors. he didn't introduce himself or nothing. And he just came. He just came in and he started to try to finger fuck her. Mm. And so that, again, is a form of sexual assault. And so that man was asked to leave the party. There's no slap on the wrist. Once you cross that boundary and you break a rule, you're banned. I you're, feel like if they did it once, they'll do it again later. Yeah, they'll do it at another to play party. Else. Yeah, they'll do yeah. it to somebody else. But they're definitely not going to do it in the society that I'm a part of. Because when you do shit like that, they revoke everything. It's kind of like cloak and dagger. You f- do some fucked up shit there. They'll revoke your card and they'll put 86. your card on blast. Yeah, you'll get 86 and they'll put your card out on blast. So if people know your number. You done fucked up. And that's why also, you might be on message boards and everything and everything. Somebody might take a picture. And also, that's why I I don't do swing parties unless if I know the person. I don't go to these parties unless my intimate group is with me. I will never go anywhere without suit and tie when it comes to play parties like these, because I don't want to be put in a situation where somebody is taking my free sexuality for granted. Right. Just because a girl is openly sexual does not mean she's openly sexual to you. And that's what aggravates me, too, on these dating sites like Tinder and Bumble and all those. When a girl or a guy says they're bisexual, you automatically assume that we want to jump into threesomes. That is a form of sexual assault. That's sexual harassment. A dick pic, unwanted dick pic, that is sexual harassment. In fact, sending multiple dick pics... Is a form of sexual harassment that can be led to a court case. That at that point is now pornography. Revenge porn. So posting up these videos, guys, on these free to, you know, free tube, free porn tube sites. And you're putting them as like, oh, yeah, ex Tinder fucking I. I hope the girl from Tinder knows that you're posting this. There was a guy that was like that that would go and get Asian women and talk about them. And he has like a whole Pornhub page to try to teach guys the cheat code to get girls. Oh, my God. But he's recording all the females like he fed He's a white man fetishizing Asian Asian women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's disgusting. But again, we got to talk about this because, again, Society is so ignorant when it comes to these things and let alone our community, the culture in general is ignorant when it comes to sexual harassment. You know, if a girl says no, she's not a bitch. No means no, period. Period. If I don't want to fuck with you, I don't want to fuck with you. You don't have to say, why are you being salty like that? I don't want that type of uh, attention. Right. I've had guys cuss me out on Tinder because they're putting up gyps that basically say sit on my face. He's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just the two cats, you know, playing around and frolicking. I was like, dude, you can cut the crap now. You might not wanted to say it, but you can cut the crap. <sighs> Either you say what you want and stop being an immature little prick. And then you're going to call me out saying I have no sense of humor. No, I have a sense of humor. But when it's borderline sexual harassment, I don't play that shit. Come sit on my face is not an inviting question. I rather especially if you guys never engage with each other. Never flirting for me. It's not. (laughs) It's not cute. It's not cute. Would you say that to the hottest chick on the street that you see like right then and there? 
Would no, you say that in front of your own mother, your own sister? That's what pisses me off too. A lot of these guys who love their sister, who love their mama, who love their auntie, who love their grandma, are the same fuckboys that go off and call women bitches, whores, hoes, suck my cock bitch, trolling porn stars on the internet saying, well, fuck it, you want my nuts in your mouth, don't you? But yay, you would come off of that motherfucker if he was talking about that shit to your sister or to the woman that you love in your life. Mm-hmm. So here's a message for all you fuckboys out there. If you don't want someone to address your sister or the woman you love in your life the way that you address women in public, don't do it. Just taking that alone, I feel like we can reduce a lot of the sexual harassment, a lot of the sexual miscommunication that we get with dating. Mm -hmm. If everybody were to listen to this right now and do that and start passing that message along, I guarantee you people are going to start rethinking about their actions. That's why I tell people when you come for me on Instagram, you better come with it. You better come with some fire because I will make a living hell out of you. I will embarrass the fuck out of you. You give me your phone number, I'll put that that shit on blast. Send me a dick pic and your face pic, I will push I will post that shit. And don't tell me, "Well, I got a corporate job." Maybe you should not put your dick out there. That part. That's sexual harassment. Period. Period. Shit. Not every woman wants that shit. Okay? If we want it, we would ask for it. And vice versa, women. If they wanted the pussy pics, they will. La- they will. They will ask for it. Girl, I got an unwanted pussy pic. I was upset. See, I was upset. <laughs> I get upset too. I didn't ask for it. Well, See, I thought you I don't wanted. want pussy or dick pics. No. Like I'll send one to my partners that I have blanket consent to, but I'm just not going to send my boobs to somebody and that's just a hello. Spread though, it was they spreaded it too, girl. Oh, no, that's disrespectful. Like, oh. That's disrespectful. Like you don't even have a nice vagina to even do that, but still, I don't, I don't like looking at just vagina. Me you know either. Like, I like seeing vagina I, in lingerie. Yes. Do a little tease. Give me a leg shot first. I'd rather see your boobs. Yes. If they're nice. If they're nice. Because there's some ugly titties out there, too. Yeah, 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 I've seen some orangutan hairy-ass titties, and I'm like, damn. Bitch, I don't need no cow udders. No, no cow udders. No little knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone shit. No. sorry, ladies. I mean, there's boob jobs for that, ladies. If your (laughs) titties are sagging and you get that boob job, your titties will look bomb. But if they ain't got the money for a boob job, if they ain't got the money for a boob job, all they got to do is this. Photoshop that shit. I'm sorry. Or just don't send me your titties. Yeah, don't send the titties. Somebody, somebody appreciate it. I just, I'm just not gonna appreciate your titties <laughs> if I don't like them. But I'm just, just, I'm just telling you now. But just <laughs> ask. That's all I gotta do is just ask. Just ask about it. Just ask. like, hey, mommy, I'm feeling you. I want to know, can I send you, you know, some pics? I'm gonna ask them what kind of pics. Right. Warn you me. Know? I might be in church. <laughs> I might be like with the family and you know, I'm trying to be like, oh, oh, my friend just texted me. Hold up. Boom. Pussy. Boom. And when it's a female, it's like you don't think they're going to send you some pussy face, but then you open it and it's like, ah. It's a full-blown vagina. Girl. Full-blown vagina. Like, 
I, I feel disrespected. Just like I don't like to see Hitler dicks. Okay, everybody's oh like, "What is this? God. What is this Hitler dick you talk about?" A Hitler dick is where it literally has the mustache of Hitler, or it's bright fucking red. Bitch. Hell, I've even seen a Donald Trump dick. Okay. Oh my god. An orange dick with some some blonde hair that looked like it was glued on. I've seen oh them all. So when guys are like, I want to show you something new. You ain't showing me nothing new. Okay. I've done seen every dick anybody's given me. Okay. I've seen long ones, short ones, fat ones, short ones, dripping ones. Yes. I said dripping. Okay. Drip, drip. So if I see a little drip, a little red, you're probably wondering why I never called you back. Cause you had something suggestive on your dick. Okay, I've seen wow. I've seen vaginas that le- look like meat curtains, vaginas that look like they barely been touched. Okay, vaginas that are hairy, vaginas that are small, vaginas that talk back, vaginas that look like they have you know no cups, you know things that can just hug vaginas your dick. that are too creamy, vaginas that are way too creamy. In fact, let's talk about creamy vagina for a second because a funny story. <laughs> so, uh, Suit and Tie and I were having sex, and he had to stop. Because he was like, hold up, you've never been this creamy. I was heavily, heavily ovulating, girl. And I was just hella horny. I was ovulating. I was horny. I was about to get my period. And he was like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, it's healthy, I swear. He's like, I know it's healthy. It's just, you've never creamed that much. Okay, so back to that. (laughs) 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 He just brought me back to something. So see? Uh. We're only human, guys, but you got to realize when there's something wrong, if it itches, if it tingles, if it burns, go see a doctor. Okay. Don't ask me because I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm right. a sex- Start Googling symptoms. Just go don't, see what's yeah, wrong. Don't Google symptoms either. Oh my gosh. I was talking to my mom. She's like, if I hear another patient saying they were on web fucking MD saying uh. they're dying, I said, mom, I'm sorry. She's like, your generation, I I worry. I really genuinely worry. I was like, mom, I do too. I do too. I worry. Okay. A motherfucking almost uh, 30 years old. And I got to still teach people how to put on condoms. What the fuck birth control is. Oh my God. Okay. What sexual assault is. (laughs) Damn near 30 years old. And you don't know how to put on a fucking condom. You clearly don't need to be having sex. Period. And I'm tired. Can we can we please leave this out in 2019? One thing that needs to go in 2019, just like what I did last year, things I had to go. I know last year I said I wasn't give this pussy for free, but I'm serious this year. Pussy comes with benefits this year. (laughs) My pussy comes with benefits. Okay. (laughs) business, business benefits, date benefits, dinner benefits. I don't give a fuck. It's coming with a benefit. Okay. This pussy ain't for free no more. You know what also we need to leave behind in 2019? The pullout method. If I hear another motherfucker say, oh, the pullout game is strong. Your pullout game ain't strong. You just don't have enough swimmers. That's the problem. And I hope to God the next... Yes, I did. Yes, I fucking did. You don't got enough swimmers. That's why your game ain't strong. Pullout game. Put on a fucking condom. You know what I want to see in television this year? Fucking condoms in sex scenes. I want to see condoms. I want to see safe sex in 2019 in, on film. I don't care if it's porn. I don't care if it's regular TV. I don't even care if it's HBO porn. Everybody knows what HBO porn is. 
I want to see a fucking condom. I want to see the conversation about real sex. That's what I want to see in 2019. I don't see any of this bullshit. Okay. There's no way in hell that man came inside of her and you can't tell me that bitch didn't get pregnant. I want to see the condom in the vagina. Well, you look at these entertainers and they have multiple baby mamas and these kids like look up to that. Yeah. We watch shows like Teen Mom. That show needs to go. Everybody says, no, fucking Catfish. No, fucking Teen Mom needs to go. At least on Catfish, we can call out dumbasses who are still in 2019 not looking up motherfuckers. You say you're a fan of the show and yet you couldn't even find out you were catfished? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Super Bowl's next. And I feel like Teen Mom gives these teens like the idea that they'll be famous. Yes. Famous off of what? Being pregnant and stupid? That's what we make money off of days. I was just watching that FireFest, um, the FireFest docu-series, I mean documentaries on Netflix and Hulu. One thing I took from it, pussy sells, but motherfuckers are stupid. You are stupid to a thought. You can just buy out $49,000 thinking that you're going to be parting amongst models on an island with fucking Jaw Rule, Blink-182, and all these other acts that didn't even show up. You are motivated. What was this? Fire Festival. It happened two years ago. One of the biggest music festival frauds of all time. Really? It was supposed to be an upscale Coachella for rich people. Okay. Come to find out these motherfuckers scammed people millions of dollars. They got bust to this vacant lot which was basically a parking lot of a sandals resort that was advertised to be as Pablo Escobar's island you were going to have a villa you were going to have an upscale tent with luxurious you know inside amenities they didn't get jack shit they had cheese supposed to be at in the Bahamas oh and people prepaid prepaid and everything then they gypped the um the residents of the bahamas millions of dollars and they're still waiting to get their money back Mm. and ja rule is now trying to say like i had no part in it i was just a spokesperson motherfucker you knew what was going on everybody around you knew but because this guy was wealthy quote-unquote wealthy he's really not Mm -hmm. he was borrowing millions of dollars from people from all over yeah. And lying to people. It was the biggest fraud of all time. Biggest fraud of all time. Just proves that Americans, we are stupid. We are stupid. We are materialistic. We are motivated by pussy. We are motivated motivated by sex. And we don't and think. Money. And money. Sex and money. The two deadliest sins right there sex and money right there but we need it but we, we need, need it both of them we uh. need it but it, we need to control <laughs> it we need to fucking control it and that's the problem we got to control ourselves in how to deal with the pleasures of life that are also the sins of life but that's our problem man i would say problem. food is a sin too because i love eating shit food, food gives me an orgasm okay I done uh, my roommate and I know she can hear me right now yelling and screaming. She's probably like, what the fuck are you doing in there? My, and she just laughed too. My roommate, <laughs> she's a chef. Look at me. Be- yes, I got bestie and now I got my roomie. Okay. They beautiful. 
They got nice asses, nice ass tit ratio. They and beautiful. They beautiful. Yeah. They beautiful. And they cook their asses off. <laughs> they cook their asses off. I'm a yes. happy woman. Okay, so men, take note. How do you how do you live my life? Women, how do you live my life? It's called you be a nice motherfucker. That's why. That's how. You nice. You ask. I ask every time. If I want to display my friends who are beautiful, I ask to display them on camera, okay? Yeah. Someone had the nerve to say, I wish you wouldn't degrade your friends like that. I said, fuck degrade. off. Degrade. 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 I said, fuck you off. You what degrading is. Right. I said, not once did I degrade my baddies. I'm saying, y'all need to get some good looking friends like my friends that cook, that give me love, that smoke me out, that take care of me, that love me for me and my weirdness. I ain't degrading nobody. I'm appreciating these women. Right. And I don't even have to sex them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get like me, motherfuckers, in 2019. Shit. Niceness. Smarts. Quirkiness. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm asking in 2019. I think we just, I think it's ran its course. Have we run our course on this episode? I feel like we No, did. we ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. You want to keep going? We, we ain't can, done yet. We ain't done yet. Girl, that just I means. I think you were saying something about uh, the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. I was going to say. Here we go. Super Bowl is around the corner. You know, I don't give a fuck about who's playing, even though my mom's team is the Rams and my coworker, Frankie, is all about the Pats. Mm. I don't care who's playing. But I was damn curious about this whole Super Bowl halftime show and the craziness. It's real black. It's real black now all of a sudden. And let's talk about it for a second. And Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. And Kaepernick still doesn't have a job to this day. Still, I mean, he's got money, but we're talking about an NFL job. Right. We keep saying like, right. (laughs) We keep saying like, oh, Kaepernick's going to get a chance this year. Kaepernick's going to get a chance. Black man can't even get a break. How it's been what two three years now? Almost two years. Two years. We keep teasing. He's gonna go to this team. He's gonna go to that team. Oh, the Niners are gonna bring him back. See, I'm talking football like I know football. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, you stay in the news though. You work for the radio. So I do. So I got it. I know a little something, something. So this is who we got lined up for Super Bowl. If you're living under a rock, we got Maroon Five, Travis Scott. And we got Big Boy from Outcast. People are like, ooh, Big Boy? Who Big Boy? Big Boy from Outcast, not Big Boy, the radio personality slash actor. Big Boy with an I, okay? Big Boy. But no Outcast. Andre. But no Andre. And no I Al- Andre woke. Yeah. Well, Andre, yeah, Andre say. is woke. And, you know, Big Boy too. And I will say this, though. And this is where I'm kind of upset about. So I love Maroon 5. I've seen Maroon 5 like two, three times in concert. They put on damn good shows. I have nothing against the band. But when I heard that Atlanta was going to be hosting the Super Bowl, I was like, oh, shit. They're going to have Atlanta in the house. Hot Atlanta going to be on the scene. They better bring like so, so deaf in the house. They better bring some like ludicrous, some disturbing the peace, (laughs) something like that. But then I was like, wait, hold up, Sapphire. Pause. You work in media and we all remember what happened with Janet Jackson and people still can't forgive her for that. We can never... Let, put it this way. Black folk can't have their own culture displayed on TV without a little sense of whiteness to make people feel comfortable. So they said, yeah, okay, so let's play it safe. They threw in Maroon 5. And they've been playing it safe with the halftime Super Bowl shows for years now. Okay. It's gotten a little bit better. A little bit better. I mean, let us not forget, you know, Beyonce shut it the fuck down. 
And everybody was mad because the lights couldn't turn on for 45 minutes. Everybody knows that year it was the Beyonce show, just like it was Baychella last year. It was Super Bowl. It was Super Bay. It was Super Bay Sunday. It was not Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> it was Super Bay Sunday. So going back, now we got people getting mad at Travis Scott, who says that he's going to perform, but all the proceeds are going to go to a good cause. And now we got people arguing that now because we have um, Gladys Knight performing the national anthem, black people are saying, well, she should have taken a stand. Travis Scott should have taken a a stand. Big Boy should have taken a stand. They're not letting politics get in the way of entertainment. But I do have to question, is this an agenda or are we genuinely trying to give the culture its spotlight and its paid dues? I mean, I would hope there's a message behind their performances. I, I hope so. Really, like, I hope so. You know, it better be something. Because Beyonce made a performance and I'm not made for it, but she made a point in her performance. And same with Bruno Mars. He made a point in a statement. I forgot about that. Prince made a point in a statement in his performance. Hell, let's even go back. Whitney Houston made a point Can we in a say statement. this is called artists? These are artists. These are artists. Not just musicians. And again, all these, the three acts that are on stage are all artists, okay? Again, Maroon 5, I love them. They're great, okay? Travis Scott is an artist. The more I'm looking at it now, that man is a visionary genius, okay? He knows how to put on a concert. I'm excited for the tour that's finally hitting um, San Diego, and then you got Big Boy, who's a great producer, a great artist of one of the greatest duos of all time in hip hop. And he does. He was shit. around when we were young. Girl. Yes. We was little, little nigglets. Yes. OK, <laughs> so like I'm, I'm happy to see this representation on screen, but it's going to be interesting to see what's the hidden agenda behind it. Is yeah. it all going to be racially fueled or is it going to be we're going to focus on the music? That's all I want to know. And then even with going back, we're talking um, Hollywood. The Oscar nominations just came out. Black Panther made history in being the first uh, superhero movie to be nominated for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Not to mention uh, Spike Lee. I believe he got six or seven nominations. Black Panther is taking home about six or seven nominations. It's hella black this year. There's hella representation. There's been representation for the past two years. But again, I got a question. Is this all a hidden agenda or are we actually giving the culture its due time? Are we actually the same energy? Right. Are we doing this? Are we doing this as a favor to the black community and to the community of color? Or are we actually taking people of color's work seriously for once? Are we actually saying, wow, they don't have to be a gangster. They don't have to be the the housemaid. They don't have to be this. They don't have to be that in order to win Oscars. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but look at the history of all the Oscar nominated films and actors and actresses of color that have ever been nominated. Denzel Washington won his role for being the greatest thug in training day. A cop who was a thug. Whoopi Goldberg won her Oscar or got nominated for an Oscar. She won her Oscar for Ghost for being a psychic, a hella black Mm -hmm. psychic, but was also nominated for The Color Purple, which we know The Color Purple is a staple in black households, but also it talks about the dark times of black abuse and sharecropping. 
Mm-hmm. Amistad, about slave ships, Oscar nominated. The Help is about breaking racial ties, but talking about women as maids and the 1960s South. Then we got The Green Book. It's a movie of positivity for once, but people are now questioning that movie. And I thought, I just saw it recently. I don't see the controversy in it. I don't see the problem in it. Of what? Because of the fact that Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, their characters, it's a white Italian man who, in the beginning, is racist. He says he tolerates, but he's racist. And he has to drive a black doctor of music around for his tour oh this is that movie i just looked at the, the little description of it it's a great like, movie not too long ago. it's a great okay. movie it's a great film but people are questioning the motives of that film too saying you know half of the story isn't true okay yes it's hollywood of course they're gonna fabricate some things but this mm-hmm. happened this happened he the doctor the professor that it's based off of he was a, a, a musician who did a tour in the South in a lot of racially segregated places. And they are showing, you know, the realism, how he couldn't stay in the same hotels, how he refused to play at this one country club because they wouldn't even let him eat dinner and put him in a closet called his dressing room, the kitchen closet. Mm. But we're talking about the racially fueled insensitivity of the film here. I didn't find yeah. it racially insensitive. I found it very enlightening. Because there needs to be more stories like this. On Beale Street, um, people need to see that movie because it talks about the prison system and the unjust prison system with men, with black men. And some people are saying, I don't understand the movie. I don't know why it's getting the hype. It's getting the hype because for once, prison reform, Meek Mill, it's all coming in full tie. It's coming with an agenda. These stories, these black stories need to be told. And they yes. need to be seen, seen and heard. And it's based off of a James Baldwin novel. And if you don't know who James Baldwin is, he's a great author, poet, activist. Enlighten your library this year and start downloading some some James Baldwin novels and works. Seriously. And I really hope that it's not the last James Baldwin film we get as an adaptation. Because, again, that man has so many messages that are way beyond his time before his death. I'm glad that the story is now, you know, getting out there. The Hate You Give, another movie that talked about, you know, police brutality and police murders mm-hmm. and, and violence against black Americans. It didn't get its Oscar nominations because it didn't make the cut. However, I encourage everybody to go read the book and watch the movie. So, again, it's Hollywood now just making everything this mixed bowl of entertainment because of the fact that now we have the hashtag me too movement hashtag Oscars so white. That was the, you know, the tagline for two years in a row that the Oscars is so white that we don't have enough diversity. Are we making Mm -hmm. diversity an agenda or are we actually physically trying to change the messages that we're putting out there? Right. So We'll just have to see how Super Bowl and the Oscars play out, especially with the Oscars, because I don't know how I feel with it out being a host without a host. It's going to be boring as fuck, but I'm still watching because I love my movies. Right, right. I'm going to watch Super Bowl because, again, I like all three acts that are performing. Chloe and Hallie are Atlanta natives and they're signed to Beyonce's label. They're going to be singing America the Beautiful. Gladys fucking Knight is a legend. That's like seeing your auntie perform. 
<laughs> okay, and I've seen Gladys Knight in concert three times. Let me just say that oh, woman. Yeah? Oh, girl, that she knows how to put on a concert. Okay, I like them grown folk concerts. Okay, she can sing her ass off. I was blessed to see her and Natalie Cole before she died. Oh, look at that you. says a lot. Okay, okay, they had a concert together, and I went took my parents. Oh my god amazing so again we need as a black community and as a community in general stop shunning these artists these black artists for performing okay listen to what they have to say Travis Scott understands why you're upset and why you're saying well you're not being supportive of Kaepernick he is supporting Kaepernick if he takes a knee he'll take a knee if that's what it takes but he's not pocketing the money He's giving that money back to the community. Right. But again, we have to question where media is taking this. Is it a hidden agenda or is it genuinely to expose the fact that, hey, you can be black and you can be powerful and you don't have to be a gangster. You don't have to be, you know, a prostitute. You don't have to be an underage mother and all these other stereotypes. But again, as we're wrapping up, Black women empowerment, black empowerment. We need to start uplifting ourselves and start having more conversations in our community. Okay, we need to start talking more in the community about sexual assault so that instances like R. Kelly and Drake and, you know, the Ike Turners of the world don't happen again. Like the Chris Browns don't happen again. We have to have these conversations and we have to have these conversations and take them fucking seriously. If a black woman says she got sexually assaulted, hear her the fuck out. If a woman of color... Because what Chris Brown did to Rihanna, that's why no black woman would actually physically fuck with him. I can't speak on that. Because I've only seen him with Asian, like, knockoff Karuchis. I can't speak on that fully. But in my personal experience with Chris, I'll just say yes and no. Maybe so, but I'm not saying that he doesn't fuck around with black women. I'm not saying that black women don't love him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, my personal beliefs and how I feel about him musically are torn. I feel it. So I I can't really speak on it. And if you guys want to ask me why, I'm just going to say this. I've had experiences and I don't wish to talk about it. That's Same it. here. That's he didn't it. do nothing to us. It's just you know when you you you're, you're outside looking in on shit. It's like it, it changes your perspective of person. It does, and it a lot of things that he brought to light now and that are coming into light now. I've been knowing. Yeah, yeah. been knowing. Yeah, been knowing for years. But There's who some am shit I? that they'll say in the media and, and he'll deny it and then you go and be like, ah, this nigga lying. Right. So and so even with this allegation, okay, woman cried rape on Chris Brown and now that that woman's getting sued by Chris Brown because it ended up being a false accusation. It happens. But at the with same all these time... all laws that they're trying to pass, that should be one of them. If you're falsely accusing somebody, you should be, you should be fined for it. You will be. There are there are some things, but it depends upon the region. It depends upon the state. There's so many different laws against these. Not all the laws are the same, unfortunately, in the country, let alone all the states here. Yeah, because I was in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And I don't know all their laws out there. I can't speak on that. But again, it was a false report. I mean, then you got the case of Usher. This is why I always say to our black men and women out there, can we please start getting tested more? It doesn't hurt to get tested. What does hurt is this finding out you got herpes. You have AIDS. You have an STD. It might be curable, but you don't want to walk around with that shit. And I, need I know to- this ain't this ain't funny to say, but I don't even know if this tweet was real. But did you see the one where R. Kelly put me and Usher mess with the same girl? So why isn't there a mute Usher? Yeah, that was a fake. Okay, because I was about to say, but Usher, at the same time. But- but they both have herpes. But they both That's have what herpes. I was, trying to, I was trying to get at maybe yeah. there's some truth to that because R. Kelly makes songs about what he's actually doing. Right. Like all his songs have a meaning. What he, like he's admitting to his faults in all his music. Exactly. So we never know. But that's all I had to say about that because I was like, you know, I was piecing (laughs) shit together hella high. Like, wait a minute. Right? (laughs) No, I had to think about it. I was like, oh shit. Well, yeah, they did have that song saying, girl, like, fuck it. They may, they may have the same. Yup. The gift that keeps on giving. It's literally the gift that keeps on giving. So. What's that music playing? That might be my roommate. Cause that's not me. Yeah, that's that's the roommate. But everybody, we thank you for listening. Just again, take accountability, get tested. Safe sex is the best hot sex. We're gonna be coming back. We're not gonna leave you guys hanging for as long as we did. And we apologize again. Life happens. Hell, we might even be back next week because I've been missing y'all. Hell, we might even be back again this week because we got so much to talk about. Yes, yeah. we we got more to talk about. I got to still talk about the swingers party, how I'm running my new year, all that shit. We we got more to talk about. We and talk uh, about. an exotic. I didn't even talk about that. See, we yeah, didn't even get the exotic story. We had to get deep. We, we had to come deep. Yeah, and then we get fun. You, you know? know, we had to. <laughs> it, it's like sex. You know, we get deep. We get serious. We have our fun. Then we got to go. We leave you with that. <laughs> but of course don't forget you can follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire that's M-S-R-A-D-I-O S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E email me at Sapphire's Earplay at gmail dot com yeah that's where can they get you and you can get me on Instagram fit and dirty I did open up a porn page Ooh. on Instagram like you know I just post all my Yasmin daily on stuff yeah Instagram? Instagram friendly. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. I was like, Instagram, is that the new Instagram of porn? Because shit, I need no, to sign no, up no. on it. Instagram is pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I have another Instagram that's just strictly like for you, Jasmine. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Fit and Dirty is basically like kind of a personal page for me. Right. But if you follow my Jasmine page, it's called It's Kink City. So it's Kink City. Perfect. That's the other Instagram. But yeah. Kink City. All right, everybody. So remember, safe sex is the best hot sex. Follow us on that Spotify, on that iHeartMedia, on Podomatic, and wherever all podcasts are serving y'all. Till next time, good night. Now rest the show all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter, Sad. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podomatic, and all podcasting platforms.